Hey Raiders family, it's Berkey here and welcome to an albeit lateish preview of the Tigers round 18 clash in a couple of hours at uh, GIO. Big, big game, looking forward to it. A lot of emotion with today with about 1989, which I'll cover too shortly. Um, but it's one of those real um, impactful games, one that has been on the calendar all year, knowing 30 years against the Tigers uh, at home. So it's a real monumental day for us, a lot of history, old boys day. It's primed for a big, big, big effort from our guys, and I'm hopeful for a big, big win. But look, let's go into the top 10. Obviously, I'll start with the Tigers first, and I'm going to start with Benji Marshall. Um, now, Benji never got the chocolates last week in his 300th. However, there was some real danger-worrying signs if you're a Canberra Raiders supporter in the way that he played against the Eels. I note that old Benji skip was back where he skips across field, He's still got one of the best right-to-left passes in the game, and he was hitting a lot of their edge runners running very wide. So we've really got to be awake to second-phase play, where the Tigers get an offload back to someone, maybe Brooks, who immediately feeds Benji, and then he scoots across field looking for a lazy edge runner. Uh, sorry, a lazy edge defender, should I say. So we've really got to be on our guard with that. We've either, if we can't stop the offload, we've got to have those edge Defenders around the ball pushing right up so they can't get that second or third pass away. So we need to be very, very careful about Benji. He doesn't have that impact of grabbing a game by the scruff of the neck like he used to, um, but his link play is critically important for the Tigers' momentum. Once again in defence, we've got to try and sound him out in defence. He'll be on the far edges, left or right edge in defence, so we've really got to try and find him as many times as we can with repeat sets. But in attack, we've got to try and starve him a field position because he, he'll do those skips across field inside our half, as I said, to try and make those plays down those 10-metre flanks of our defence. So be very careful. Number two, I've gone for Robbie Farrer and particularly his blindside raids. We didn't let him get any oxygen in our last time we met them. Farrer looks for a short blindside. So what I'm saying is if he plays the ball here, 10, 15 metres to his left, 45 metres to his right. He'll point to the right, and so we're going to go that way. He'll scoop up right hand. So he'll scoop up right hand, take off left. Usually he'll have Luke Brooks in his pocket running a decoy runner or Chris Lawrence wider running another decoy runner. So that's Farrah's big go. He'll scoop it up. He's going to eyeball either Jared or Michael Oldfield, not the edge. He's trying to draw them in to hit the hole. If Jared stays out or Michael Oldfield stays out, our inside defender has to nail Robbie or nail Brooks together. He can't be hanging back. He's got to try and commit and take away Farrah's ability with the ball. Other thing with Farrah, his left foot kick out of dummy half, just like Hodjo last week against the Dragons. You'll find a lot of Farrah kicks to the left-hand side of the ruck into our corners. So Bailey, as well as um, Jordan, have to be really aware of his kicks, looking for a 40-20. So it's very, very important, once again, with Farrell, we take away his time management with the ball. He's 35 years of age, so the more repeat sets of six and defence we can throw at him around that ruck area, the better off we're going to be for success. Number three, I've gone for Luke Brooks. He won't grab a game by the scruff of the neck and win it. He's going to rely on Farrell and Marshall to try and open the game up themselves before he'll come into play. If we can suffocate those two with options and field position, Brooks will have a very, very quiet game. He's going to be their main kicker, so we've got to really put pressure on him from market like we did in our last match. 
So all those things from the last match really have not changed. We did all the one percenters really well, and those three guys are probably their, their keys to trying to get some field position and momentum. Once again, in defence, we've got to find Brooks out where he's defending and aim a lot of ammunition at him and tie him out as well. But as I said, Brooks will not try and take a game on his own. What he, where he is dangerous is about five, ten minutes before half time where he'll start to run a lot more to the line, looking for a lazy inside defender. So I hate to say it, someone like maybe a Corey Horsberg who hasn't got back in the line quick enough. He'll try and pinpoint him out, run it in, step away, beat him with pace, or then hit a straight runner because that guy's had to come in. Just got to be wary of it. Number four, I've gone for Brian Madison. Probably the pick of their pack. He's a hard nut. He runs some really good straight lines. So I think our line defence on the line, picking up straight runners, has been exemplary this year. I think Aiden did a great hit last week. Elliot always does great hits, coming off the line, nailing that man. Um, but Madison's one of their kingpins around the ruck, either ball playing or hitting a hole straight off Farah or Benji. So we've got to be up in his face very, very quickly. But let's go to our top 10 or our, the rest of the top 10. So I've got 1989. We all know the emotion around it. We know what today means as a Canberra Raiders supporter. We very rarely lose big occasion matches at GIO. I'm thinking semis, the Sharks and Penrith. Um, sorry, the Sharks in, in, in 2012, Penrith 2016. Uh, we don't lose a lot of big occasion matches. I'm expecting today to be similar. You've got all the old boys there. Um, this is a game that's made for us to really cement where we are and who we are and what we stand for. But today's a big day in the history of our club. John Bateman, number six. I think this is the type of guy that loves these type of occasions. Big stage, big show, lots of supporters there, lots of old boys to see the impact this guy's having on our squad this year. I'm expecting Bateman to grab it by the scruff of the neck and be up to this game in his eyeballs, to be honest with you. Uh, I think he'll basically lead us around the park again today. Dry, it's going to be a dry track as well by the look of it, so that's a bonus for us as well. Um, but someone like John Bateman just thrives on these big-time occasions. I'm expecting to lead from the front for us. Number seven, I've gone, we are here, you are there. Now, let's be honest. We are coming third for a reason. The Tigers are coming 11th or 12th or 10th for a reason. There is a big gap in playing ability, um, uh, player uh, cattle we have at our disposal, and we need to play like that today. If we get into a 10-8, 12-10, 14-12 type of game with the Tigers, that's not what we want. We smashed the Dragons last week through intensity and our ability to back ourselves today with the Tigers. The Tigers and the Dragons are similar types of sides, and we have to play the way we played last week. If we do exactly the same we did last week, it should be a similar scoreline. Uh, but it's up to us, it's up to us mentally, how we get out there and start the first set of six as to how much we're switched on. But as I said, we are here and they are there for a reason. Number nine, I've gone for Hodjo, Papa and CNK. Now, previous years, the Hodgson to Papali short ball close to the line against the Tigers has worked a treat. You know, the one where he drifts across, hits Papa either backing over the line or hitting a straight hole. Now we've got it both sides of the ruck. After Nickel Clock's stats try last week against the Dragons, that beautiful short ball from Hodjo with CNK hitting the hole, we've now got that both sides of the ruck. That is a bonus. You don't see that with a lot of sides where you've got a hooker as good as Hodjo who can deliver such a beautifully 
sweet, tight bullet pass flat to a runner without being offside. So seeing Kay doing that to the right and, and, and Papa on the left edge puts defences in two minds. They can't get too tight because of the gap, but if they spread it too wide, then it leaves a little bit of space and real estate around the ruck. But it's a really good option we've got now with those three players, particularly close to the line. And number 10, I've gone for line speed. It was there in droves last week against the Dragons where we got up in their face with the biggest and George Pack and really were able to own them in the ruck area. The same today. If we can get up the the uh, Tigers pack, once again, are fairly similar to the Dragons. They're big guys. They don't have a lot of speed, but if we get up and meet them quickly before they get up ahead of steam, we can really win that ruck area and the territory game. And if we can have Brooks and Farrer and Marshall kicking from their 30 or their 40 for most of the night, then that stands us in good stead, particularly with C&K, Bailey and Jordan bringing the ball back in those first three or four sets. So Raiders fans, that's it for today. Um, looking forward to today's game in a couple of hours, a really big momentous game for the club and its history. Um, so looking forward to this game immensely, guys. I'll be back next week for my uh, post-match review. You can find me on Berkey's Top 10 Facebook page. I'm on YouTube now. Just type in Berkey's Top 10 on YouTube. All the podcast handles are up and running and get me on Twitter as well at Berkey Top 10. And as always, guys, this is Berkey. Bleed green. Out.